3: two pros and a cup of joe Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you, you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning we appreciate you doing so, we are going to take you all the way up till the end of the hour, 9am Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios TireRack.com, will help you get there An unmatched selection, fast free shipping free road hazard protection and over 10 thousand recommended installers TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So if you are joining us here on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports, and you would like a uh, full recap and nothing but fandom over the Los Angeles Lakers, big time, come from behind win over the t- Minnesota Timberwolves last night in the play-in game, we got great news for you. Petros Papadakis is going to have every angle of that covered coming up here in about 20 minutes from now. Uh, I, I can't wait. You going yeah. recap Todd coming no. on the show? <laughs> I
4: Todd. thought that was the big news is that Todd was finally ma- making his appearance onto the show.
3: Todd's still here, by the way, hanging good. out, wow. hanging out behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, he's a warrior. Yeah, he is. Jeez, well,
4: it's me?
0: a good hang, and especially when you get some, um, you oh, know, pay per view or, or free subscription uh, television that, oh. you know, may have some savory things on there. Oh, Berto
4: yeah. definitely yeah, does Berto play the hits. Yeah, yeah. He plays the hits. What's Lock up, Berto? Up. <laughs> what up? <laughs> there hasn't That's been any colors for for quite some time now though. I'm 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 curious is that because of of the you know Cinemax or the carrier or is that you just haven't looked for it lately?
3: Well, we've got double barrel action on the weather oh, going on. on. Yeah. 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 Okay. So double barrel weather okay. going okay. on here. Okay. And for good reasons today, I can tell you that. All right. So Okay. Uh, but uh, so You're we so will stupid. we will get into all that fun stuff uh, with the old P coming up here shortly. But there was uh, some interesting uh, stuff that came out on the Odell Beckham Jr. to the New York Jets front or to the Baltimore Ravens front that was supposed to be the New York Jets. If you believe some reports, uh, Connor Hughes, because Odell Beckham was supposed to go to New York to meet with the Jets on Monday. That was the speculation. And Connor Hughes, who's been covering the Jets uh, throughout this entire offseason over the past couple of years from SNY, said that Odell Beckham actually called the Jets Then uh, right before he accepted the deal with the Ravens for a chance to have them match the offer and the New York Jets declined that opportunity to match the offer so thus the Jets felt like they were all set at wide receiver they don't need Odell Beckham Jr he goes to Baltimore gets the one year deal for 15 million dollars reportedly 18 million uh, it could be worth up to and he's going to be paired up assuming with Lamar Jackson but not Aaron Rodgers which a lot of people uh, were speculating was going to be the case after he was set to meet with them earlier this week so there's i mean
0: it's down. surprising though that the jets wouldn't match what the ravens were willing to pay odell beckham clearly they're trying to you know figure out a way of enticing lamar jackson to be able to come back and play whether that be under a longer term deal that they've offered or the non-exclusive franchise tag so, you, you sign Nelson Aguilar, you got Odell Beckham now, maybe you draft a wide receivers as well. Um, those are all moves that they need to make. You know, for Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets, he's already set his intention. They've already signed one of the, the wide receivers that he's currently working out with, an Alan Lazard that's on the roster with the Jets now. So, I, I don't know that the Jets really need to overpay Odell Beckham or meet that demand. Uh, if... You know they feel like they've already got Aaron Rodgers in the bag. It's just more about convincing Green Bay of what the what the compensation should be. So this to me is kind of like a, a case closed, kind of easier conversation.
4: Feels like the Jets know exactly what they want to do at this point, at this moment. Who who's ever making those decisions? It just seems like they have a very very clear, a very clear plan as to what they want to do, how they want to do it. And I mean, if they end up having a good season this year, I think we'll look back on these moments and we'll say, you know what, they were definitive and they were decisive in what it is that they were doing this off season, and and maybe even you could take into the last off season as well. So, uh, you know. <sighs> It's going to depend on if they have success, though, because if they don't have success, then we can say the same. We we could say the same exact thing, just opposite. You know, like they they weren't maybe they thought they were being definitive, but they weren't being definitive. Or maybe they thought they were doing the right thing, but they weren't doing the right thing. You know, sometimes you open yourself up to criticisms, maybe just unjust. I don't know. But. I feel like what I'm seeing out of what's coming from the the Jets camp is that they have a defined idea of what their approach is and they're going to hit their targets and they're going to hit their marks. And that means if we get the player that we want it by hitting that mark, we're going to hit the mark by getting that player. If we don't get a player – by by sticking to what the plan truly is, then we're not going to get that player. And that just seems like that's what's kind of playing out here. It looks like it's definitive. At least that's what it comes off to to me.
3: It, it, uh, it is kind of interesting, though. And I know there's you know maybe a little bit more to it, obviously, the contract, the, how much he would be involved. But it is kind of funny that Odell Beckham Jr. and his representatives looked at the quarterback position in Baltimore as a little bit more stable than the one in New York with the Jets. You know, like if you were to, if you were to ask the question, uh, which which you more confident in getting done two weeks ago, Lamar Jackson back to the Ravens next year, or Aaron Rodgers to the Jets? Almost everybody would have said Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. looks around and goes, "You know what?" I'll take Lamar on a one-year deal, and then we'll go celebrate at Live Nightclub in South Beach to kind of get the deal oh. done, and uh, and that's how that whole thing shook out. So it is it is kind of funny to see where we're at with all this, and now apparently Baltimore seemingly has a plan. And meanwhile, the New York Jets are just, yeah, they're trying to hit their targets, and they've got a plan in place, and they know what they want, and everybody seems to be. yeah And then still nothing's done no, yet no Aaron Rodgers <laughs> it's just like,
4: that's the major piece of all of this it, it, it's like showing, the up to the, showing up to
3: the airport it's like god what did I forget and like, uh, oh, that's my right. <laughs> oh that's right that's right my <laughs> clothes you know my bag everything else it's like it, at some point you got to get the deal done and we've got the draft coming up here soon and it just feels like this is drug on a lot longer than I think a lot of people expected which is which is fascinating to see it play out. But it is noteworthy because apparently with the Green Bay Packers Like They're really good at finding quarterbacks to carry them for like 12, 15 years, but the exit is always a little bit interesting, right? I mean, Brett Favre's exit was very interesting. Uh, Aaron Rodgers appears to be very awkward as well, too. So the Green Bay Packers are doing their part. The Jets are doing their part to figure out a way to delay this thing and potentially screw it up. So we've got a couple of willing participants in trying to butcher this whole deal which which is what I'm rooting for personally. I want to see some chaos and I know you are as well too, Lavar.
4: I would love to see it fall through. I, I just for entertainment purposes, I I do want to see Aaron Rodgers play in a different uniform and in a different city at this point, just based off of everything that we've seen and and just to kind of see what what that would look like, how that plays out. Can his greatness translate into a different a different place, a different market, especially one like New York City. Um, I, I think the the GM coming out telling Boom that that he's going he's going he's <laughs> so coming. Funny, I think it's made the story that much bigger, but it also kind of took the. For me, it kind of took the the. Drama of it out because I think they are going to get the deal done, and and for him to say that he he obviously knows each, uh, intimate details as to where they are in that that whole thing. So I think they're going to. It's probably already all but done. I I would assume. Um, so for me, it's kind of. I don't think at this point, I don't even think that it's a possibility that it falls through. If you ask me,
3: are you familiar? So you're a big fan of tailgates, correct? Yeah. Tailgates fun. I mean, anybody likes a tailgate. It's fun to do. You you bring your pickup truck out. You set up one of those little pop tents and you just start getting after it. Tailgates are fun.
4: I'm going to tailgate this weekend.
3: Are you really? Oh, at yeah. uh, At, at, at uh, Penn State? State College. Oh, man. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. And I'm sure the weather is going to be much nicer than the last time you were out there as well, too.
4: It is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Couple... Oh, yeah. Long Island. Oh, man. yeah. Some of that liver Cafe lube.
3: 210. I'm coming. Oh, what's coming up? for you. What up, Please 210? Please save me a seat.
4: Please save me a seat. Champs, I'm coming Saturday night.
3: What up, know? champs? Yeah. Yeah, it's going down. Uh, but the tailgate tour. Are you familiar with the Packers tailgate tour? They do this uh, fun little thing, apparently. I I was not familiar with this, but they had this tailgate tour. Tell me about it. So, Mark Murphy, the president of the Green Bay Packers, uh, he's part of this tailgate tour, because why wouldn't he be? And then you've got uh, a group of uh, current Packers and former Packers as well, too. So, Aaron Jones, um, you know, Elgin Jenkins, uh, Romeo Dobbs, uh, they're there. You're also going to have Eddie Lacey, Devin House, HaHaCleaners, Clinton Dix, who just recently retired. He's uh, part of the former players are going to be there and they're cruising around. It's a five day tail. Like they're calling it a tailgate tour where they hop in this bus and they cruise around Wisconsin to promote the team. And it's kind of cool. You get to meet some of your current and former Packers and the Packers president is there. But, of course, Mark Murphy's not nearly as honest during the week as he is when he's on the weekends and he just lets it fly, especially when random reporters just come up and ask him questions and he starts dropping bombs on Aaron Rodgers. Here was the Packers president talking about the current situation in Green Bay
1: are you expecting a lot of questions about this during this tour and how do you plan on handling
5: those uh i do anticipate questions and uh i anticipate saying that there is no update <laughs> so, <laughs> it,
0: it is uh it is interesting you know 15 years ago we in a
3: similar situation what lessons did you take from that experience on your first tailgate tour and your first year in charge that you can apply now as you're dealing with this well, I'm really glad that Aaron Rodgers turned out
1: to be such a good quarterback, and I'm hopeful that Jordan Love turns out to be a similar quarterback.
3: By the way, it's good that he was uh, gone. outside a birdcage uh, at the right, Green right. Bay Zoo. Right. Uh, that was uh, Mark Murphy. It was good to hear him with a parakeet who wouldn't shut yeah. his ass up uh, behind Mark Murphy. So yeah, he was saying Glad everybody took a walk uh, on a nature trail with us there, but it is no it's just,
4: updates. But he's gone.
3: It's just like it's just funny. A couple of weeks ago on a random Friday night, I know you guys talked about it on up on game. He was quick to point out, "Hey, you know what? He's gone. Yeah. Oh, we definitely don't want him back. Absolutely not." And now all of a sudden, it's like, "Well, you know, I don't have a lot for you, and you know, it's weird how we're at the same point in time. It's just it's interesting to As see Brett Favre. Yes." And just also keep that
4: in mind. We're, it's weird that 15 years or whatever it was, we're at the same place we were with Brett Favre. Yeah, it's so. Uh, and he said, Jordan Love, like we're hoping that we could get a third time 15 years from now. We can say the same thing about Jordan Love is probably what he's thinking. Yeah. I just think it's curious to say there's no updates. But then at the end of the conversation, you say we're looking for Jordan Love to be that next guy.
3: No pressure. Isn't that, that's the, well,
4: it's not, it's not about, I I mean, for me, you're, you're, yeah, it does put pressure on, but I'm just saying though, like, why would you say there's no updates? If there's no updates, then Aaron Rodgers is still a green (laughs) Bay Packer. (laughs) Right. Like I'm just trying to put this all together. You know what I mean? Like if you're saying I'm going on Uh, this tour and you're going to ask me, what are you going to say? And you're going to say, there's no updates. There's no, there's nothing new. Okay. Then if there's nothing new, Aaron Rodgers is not a New York jet. That's why it's still a conversation. He's still a Green Bay Packer. But you're saying there's no updates, but then he's still a Green Bay Packer. But at the end of your conversation, you say we're hoping that Aaron Love is going or excuse me, uh, Jordan Love is going to be that next guy.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it's listen, now, maybe it's, getting, Mar- it's misleading. Maybe Mark Murphy and the guys will stop by your tailgate at Penn State. And you guys can throw back a couple of throat bombs and kind of talk about the whole situation. It might
4: I'm be not really fun. into throat bombing, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm more like a sipper. Yeah. I mean, I'll swig. I'll swig. I'll swig it down. I'll swig the, the Long Island's down. Yeah. You know, I'll swig them. I hear you. And at the tailgates, it's, it's more of a stogie, more of a stogie. And, you know, I haven't drank beer in quite some time. This weekend's um, the weekend. It might be. Yeah. It might be. Bet your ass. It might be.
3: It is two pros and a cup of Joe here at Fox Sports Radio. Lavar errington Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to catch up with a Wednesday tradition unlike any other. It's not the Masters. It's the old P. It's Petros Papadakis, and he's yours right here on FSR.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar
3: Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific
1: on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: right now we turn it over to the man himself a wednesday tradition unlike any other he is petros papadakis he is the co-host of the petros and money show which you can hear on the Blowtorch am 570 la sports he's a fox college football analyst and you can get him on twitter at the old p he set a record last week as well too four dumps he was dumped four times during his interview with unnecessarily us, and he is back
1: now uh, p what's <laughs> happening I know what what, I know what goes and doesn't on the radio, and your guys dump button guy is a quick trigger finger.
4: (laughs) How about that, Berto? Yeah, yeah, Berto. Berto.
1: What's up, yeah. Pac Man, racist. Um, Put your oh. hands in your pockets, Berto. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> AP. Uh, congratulations in advance. Uh, huge news items this week. Uh, obviously, uh, Cliff Kingsbury uh, with the USC Trojans. You were outraged when he decided to not take the OC job years ago and go to Arizona to be a head coach. You were oh, very yeah. bothered by that. And also,
1: uh, well, back then the SC offense needed help. You yeah. know, na- now the SC offense doesn't need help. The SC Defense needs help, but that's what these guys do. It's like a tax shelter because somebody will owe you a whole bunch of money because you just got fired. Sarkeesian was like this at USC while he was suing him. So you take an analyst job or a consultant job, and I don't know the exact rules on that as far as what you can do in the game. I don't think you can talk on the headset or something like that. But you can wear a headset, but... That analyst job is not a competitive D1 football salary or whatever. You're not like the running back coach. So you still don't have to offset the gigantic checks you're siphoning away from the team that paid you to go away. But this is not like hiding at Louisiana Tech either for Cliff. He's going to have to deal with the draft and Caleb Williams and he's probably not that Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley don't know what they're doing offensively, but he's probably there if he's there to do anything other than just be there for shelter from the storm and get paid and then go get a job. I guess that he's there to, to help develop Malachi Nelson, who's a different body type and a different looking quarterback and a huge prospect coming out of Los Alamitos High School here in California to USC. Maybe that's what Kingsbury will do. But overall, I think it's just a a place for a guy to go. Now, what kind of job could he get? I think he'd have to take, if he was going to be a head coach again and not just somebody's OC, I think he would have to take like a Lane Kiffin type of step back to like FAU or something, prove it again, and go. Because he lost control of the Arizona team, right? Right. And he, he got fired at Texas Tech, his alma mater. So I don't know who's going to give him a head coaching job amongst the uh, more competitive conferences. It, it is kind of
0: interesting, Petros, that you know of, of all the places he could have maybe went, I mean, if if you exclude his fourth year, which, look, there's a lot of things that played into it. They had injuries. DeAndre Hopkins wasn't even there for the first six weeks because of the PED suspension. Obviously there are things going on with Steve Kine behind the scenes. I mean there's a lot. But the oh, first that quarterback years, is were... easy
1: to deal with too, that
0: little tiny yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he could be an issue. But <laughs> they were building towards something the first three years at least. I, I guess what was surprising to me is after going to Bangkok or Thailand, wherever the hell he was. Yeah. He um
4: you know, with that girl back. with the
1: big pooper. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's a good way of describing it. Yeah. Keep your
4: hands in your pants, Berto.
0: I mean, in your pockets. Yeah, big of you know Berto. I mean? Big fan, <laughs> of, that, big fan uh, of that back actually, porch, pig? Yes. <laughs> Don't keep your hands in your pockets, Berto. That could actually be an issue.
1: Well, some uh, people, uh, you know, sometimes in Thailand you're not sure. Yeah, but right. with that one, oh. you're pretty sure. One night in Bangkok, Right. It's a good song. Oh, wow. <laughs> go,
0: go look at the lyrics on that one. But, oh, um, no, I've heard it. Yeah. By the way, is Todd still in studio? Can we get Todd to sing that actually for the BQ News? Is that possible for the next oh, segment?
3: Oh, yeah, I think
0: so. Um, my question is this. Sorry, it's taken me forever to get to it, Petros. It's he okay, comes... but I'm being patient. Yes, you are. <laughs> he, he comes back to USC again, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the place he went to after he got fired at Texas Tech. It's where he comes back to... Um, and by the way, that was under Clay Helton, if I'm not mistaken. And yes. now he comes back again under Lincoln Riley. There's got to be a connection there, aside from from obviously his, his connection with Lincoln, because he was going to go there anyway, and he obviously sees it as a potential place where he could take safe harbor, if you will, before right, exactly. he takes that next opportunity. So, what's the connection?
1: Well, this connection is, to me, it's Lincoln Riley. Yeah,
0: it is now, but I'm saying what, there's got to be another USC connection because th- it was even there with Clay Helton.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, it's a little early out here. I used to know what the connection was, <laughs> but I forgot. <laughs> uh, but people want to be in L.A. Uh, I know he right. was dating He was dating a girl who lived out here for a while. I don't know about the one with the big pooper. <laughs> And where she's from. <laughs> Not Callie. I think I think
0: actually she's like from Poland, right? Yeah. Did we do this? Do we really go? Yeah. Somehow. Yeah.
1: Charles Barkley said like once it was like somebody with big ass ears. I think it was like Popeye Jones. And he said, He ain't got no trouble hearing. <laughs> and for that girl, she ain't got no trouble pooping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Berto. That's a great. Point. Oh, That's a great point. Oh, no. I mean. Okay, so uh, no, I don't know what the connection is, but you know it's interesting because there's another friend of a friend who just showed up in town and it made headlines too. Was the Navy coach Ken Niumatalolo? Yeah, he took that. a consultant job, like. Uh, he's like the director of leadership <laughs> right. at UCLA because his best friend is like the assistant head coach at UCLA, and there's a bunch of connections there. So it is safe harbor. What was the Clay Helton connection? That was he's going to come and save USC football and you don't have to fire Clay Helton. That was – I mean, I but but I, I can't for the life of re- me remember – who was who? Like Mike Bone was there at the time. I'm pretty sure Bonarino. Who was that? Yeah, Mike, the, the old Bonarino, <laughs> oh, okay. the USC, uh, the USC athletic director. Who is? You have to be fair. A real administrator, right? Who made, Yeah, he made a real hire. Even USC baseball is doing well, and, and and he finally hired the right guy. It seems for for that kind of fallen great former program or brand USC baseball under Rod Dato was a lot like UCLA basketball under John Wooden and guys like, you know, Randy Johnson and Jack Del Rio and a bunch of other greats uh, played there. So I, I think that once they hired a real athletic director, I guess, it I mean, even though I was still very, very vocal, it was only a matter of time till they started making real athletic department type of moves and they've done that but i'm not i don't remember who knew cliff or what you know house of blues foundation room connection that was no
4: <laughs> how much pressure is on chip kelly for this season you think
1: oh i don't think too much as as much as last not as much as last year i think he had a great year last year and i i think i'm really interested to see what this team is how this team operates what UCLA football under Chip Kelly is without Dorian Thompson Robinson. I mean, he rode that guy, he played that guy all six years or something ridiculous like that, and they were very mixed results. He was a very exciting player, an explosive player, but he lost them a lot of games with turnovers. And it looked as if they really cleaned that up last season, hence the great start. And he had three picks against USC, and they lost. He had three picks in the Sun Bowl and was limped off the field. Uh, uh, Chase Garber's brother, Ethan, came in and orchestrated a go-ahead drive and then they gave up, <laughs> and they lost to Pitt. Not as bad as losing to Tulane, mind you. Eesh. I mean, at least Pitt's a real football program. <laughs> but uh, oh, man. Hey dude, now. you watch—I watch I Hold on now. Willie Fritz is down there turning that thing around at Tulane. Yeah, all the Tulane people. Now. All they. they not, no one in New Orleans would even look at a student from Tulane without rolling their eyes and saying something. I do something. declare. Uh, yeah, So this is not the real New Orleans, even though <laughs> y'all is in the Garden District. Uh, I <laughs> but mean, P- all Petrus. of a sudden, they win a game. <laughs> they win one game, and everybody in New Orleans buys a green sweatshirt and acts like they haven't been mother-effing Tulane since the 30s. It's ridiculous. You, you're
3: going to disrespect the great name of J.P. Lossman here
1: on the show? You're Look, gonna, you, come I on, like Tulane. P. I like Tulane. I'm talking about people in New Orleans oh, acting yeah. like they own Le- Tulane now. Gotcha. Where they shunned them for years and the way they talk. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Kelly, Commander Kelly, down there uh, and <laughs> come down to Baton <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. We we'll have a fish fry every Sunday. Boy, that sounds <laughs> amazing. <laughs> That sounds amazing.
3: Hey, uh, Petros, uh, the world wants to know. Everybody listening here (laughs) on Fox Sports Radio, they got to hear it. Yeah. Just how overcome with emotion you were to see the L.A. Lakers get it done last night. What a win. Against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who had a bunch of guys not playing because they kept punching things over the past week or so. Uh, Just congratulations to you and yours. I know you were ecstatic about that situation
1: last night. You know, I, I woke up to see it went to overtime <laughs> <laughs> just no moments heard. ago. Uh, but I, I I had to put my daughter to bed. Uh, my kids are on spring break, and if you don't put her to bed, she'll just stay up all night. And and my wife like will just like stand there, and I'm like, what What are we doing? Like, <laughs> she's got to go. So last night I took it <laughs> upon myself, and I was I, I put what her doing? I put her down. <laughs> I say that a lot. What are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) Hmm. Uh, So uh, I I learned that I I was watching when the Lakers were kind of coming back. And I I was just hoping they would lose because it was going to be a really fun day (laughs) on Sports Talk Radio. Now it's like they won a really ugly game against a really ugly team during a really ugly season. This is what bothers me. Now, maybe the Lakers, because they have those two players, will win the Western Conference or something. I, I I doubt it. You get people on, and they talk about this might happen, this might happen, LeBron and AD and their health and this, 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 and this. And then you ask them, what, well, do you think the Lakers will win? They'll, no, no, no. <laughs> like you, But you have to put their feet to the fire and actually ask the question. And maybe they will win, but what bothers me, and this is even before LeBron, and it's much worse now because of the LeBron brand and just the overwhelming amount of 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 reigning non I mean just inconsequential news that we get about LeBron. Like LeBron crowned himself and there's like somebody wrote an article about it. And then he did the crown. It's like what what? Like what are we doing? Anyway, anyway, okay. So uh what happens is even if like anything happens, like just the, the the smallest like little window of a door opens of opportunity for a LeBron team or a Laker team, you become inundated with media about it and everybody jumps on the train and everybody starts talking about it on all the 24 hour shows. Everybody on the radio starts talking about it. Everybody says things like, I think the Lakers can win it. And it's just like, God, (laughs) you know, I, I just wish I hadn't watched it happen so often in my life. Uh, because it's just more like a predictable media move than it is an actual <laughs> basketball team having success but I uh, as always I could be wrong hmm. well oh. it, it's interesting to
0: me only because you know the, the LeBron constructed team that were the Lakers before the trade of Westbrook and some of the moves wasn't going so hot and then you know they, they make these moves they bring in some other players you know Beasley and Reeves and uh, D'Angelo Russell and all of a sudden, things start clicking, and he and he's missed at a period of time, right? But he's he's got super power abilities, so he heals, and he, and he kind of comes back before he's expected to, at least in his own words. And do you think that had anything to do with the fact that like they had a chance at that point? Like, was he just going to sit out the rest of the season? I,
1: I don't know, uh, honestly. Uh, and Reeves has been there. I mean, Reeves has been pretty good. He's actually one of those picks that uh, Rob Palenka has made that that was kind of undercover was from Oklahoma, but transferred from Wichita State. And he's developed, and he's been a fun player uh, for a little while there. Those other guys, though, uh, I like them. I mean, they're fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Va- Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell, I don't think he played that well last night, but he- he's a really good player. I mean, those th- those trades were really good. Now, the rhyme or reason is to win LeBron plays and AD and the back-to-backs and just the absolute – math problem that NBA load management has become and how much it's hurt the popularity of the NBA is a whole other conversation you know why LeBron does this why LeBron does that when he says these stupid things that he says uh, I I don't, I couldn't tell you it seems like and we had a little bit of this with Kobe but with LeBron it is like this but on HGH uh, no pun intended actually actually uh, but no, with Le- with lebron it's it's really it's 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 really hyper uh juiced this uh just this 24 hour uh nobody with this guy is telling him no <laughs> you know nobody said hey lebron maybe we ought to let bronny talk to the la times at some point you know while he's playing high school sports in la like no there doesn't seem to be a voice of reason as to what decisions he makes publicly, which is why he has not endeared himself well to the people in the city of Los Angeles and uh, is probably the most contrived superstar we've ever had in L.A. sports. Wow. Get
3: him on Twitter, at the old P. He is the co-host of the Petros and Money Show. He is a Fox College football analyst, and he is a Wednesday guest every week here on the show,
1: and we love him. Petros Papadakis, P. We appreciate it. Enjoy your day. Thank you, sir. I, what's it that? You know, I had a friend that listens uh, only to this segment, and he said, you know, uh, is the BQ news every day or just Wednesday? It's just Wednesdays. <laughs> that's what I told
0: him? Yeah, I'm too, I'm too lazy to do it every single day of the week. I, I think when the offseason hits in football, we usually do it, but that, that's,
1: we got away from that. You, know? <laughs> you got those muscular that. legs, Brady. Do some leg work. That gotcha. no, a nice it, well he does. I thought you were gonna... a
0: nice. I have a nice pooper. Well, you yeah, can also. i thought, I was I thought that. Say, was coming. You do yeah. some leg <laughs> curls.
1: You do some I'm leg people. curls, and it works on both.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like every Instagram workout you see now. It's, it's all about the glutes. Like, all, it, it like these really women, is. they go to the gym. That's, that's all, all, all they work is. on. That's
1: I the see only these girls, thing they do. I see these girls come to yoga and they have the fake behind. Oh, it's like I know you can't squat for real. Yeah.
4: It's not bad, though. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, it's not the bad. The fake behind, hey, it's
1: kind of weird-looking, guys. Yeah. It,
0: it, you know what it looks like? It looks kinda like weird. a Mr. Potato Head. You know, you got, like, the, the two twig legs, and you got this, you know, big fake-looking thing. You're like, th- these parts don't go together.
1: Do you think Cliff's girl had some chemicals pumped in there? Um, <sighs> Cliff's girl throwing doing. I, I have not oh, no! that. I have not researched I, that. I was, I was doing uh, some I research. I would not care She just research. looks yeah. like a girl, uh, a baby, just that had a really big lower half. Had a hard time getting her all the way out. <laughs> uh,
0: hey, <laughs> torso came out. Uh, Petros, if they were needing to, you know, cut <laughs> cut her open to do some surgery, could they just use Giselle's nose?
1: Oh jeez! Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking like a, a question. That's what I heard. Oh, wow. It's like a scalpel. You know what? Down in uh, Costa Rica, when they're uh, in a bind medically, they call her up. Oh jeez! And they're binding. It's like We've a, got a sc- shortage when We're the chips are, a are a down on
0: scalpels.
3: On. <laughs>
1: scalpels. We got a
3: shortage of you know, supply chains. We got to bring from? it yourself. We've got an ACL
1: repair. Could you headbutt this knee, please? Uh, no, <laughs> She's also, you know, that's why they never spend Thanksgiving in the states because everybody wants her to carve their turkey. <laughs> uh, uh P yeah, we sure appreciate it with doing oh. it again. Next oh, you week. like how that uh you like how that <laughs> jiu-jitsu guys just wearing her out and everybody has to act like oh he's her coach. Yeah sure. <laughs> I ride horses with my jiu-jitsu coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh get him on twitter at the old p
3: uh always a fun ride with petros here every wednesday on the show it's two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio and he mentioned it coming up next it's the bq news as we close up shop here on a wednesday fox sports radio
2: be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6
3: a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific
5: Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you if you missed any of this show you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com it'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air we're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow for a Thursday edition of this program 6 a.m. Eastern time 3 o'clock Pacific and before we get to the BQ news want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV and more all your protection in one place bundling Save a progressive.com. No, no, no,
2: no. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good
3: news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah.
0: Yeah, as always, uh, today's <laughs> news is brought to, you, brought to you by the great state of Florida. We're going to start off with a, uh, a dentist in the Tampa area. Uh, he's trying to set a record or break a record, excuse me, by pulling his Lotus, right? It's a car. Um, it weighs about 2,000 two pounds. He's going to pull it 100 feet in 30 seconds. That's what he claims he can do. Um, I, I'm not sure why he, he wants to do this. Maybe it's just a publicity stunt uh, claiming he's got an iron jaw and he's the gator dentist. But um, have you guys ever been a part of
3: doing anything kind of odd
0: like this no. to, to
3: get a world record? So how's he – is he, is it going to be like a rope in yeah. his mouth? Or is there going to be like there's, a mouth guard attached?
0: There's a rope attached to the front of the lotus. And then on the end of the rope, he's, as you said, he has like a mouth guard. It looks like that sort of device. And I think it's actually stronger than just a mouth guard. To be able to bite down and pull this thing with his teeth. What if his teeth and gums came out. Yeah. Wow. Was,
4: <laughs> what now, would that, look that like? would be amazing. Yeah, he is a dentist, so I'm <laughs> like, sure. That would be amazing.
3: If his teeth and gums came out. Yeah, the gums have like? to
4: come with it, though. Not just the teeth. The teeth is that's kind of, I would expect
0: that. But, but again, if you're a whole dentist, gums, so like, can't you be a little more aggressive when you do things like this? Right. <laughs> right? Like, you know other medical professionals who can help you.
4: I just don't know that you can fix if all their gums come out, you know. And, and, and what does that look like in his mouth after all of it comes out?
0: D- does this stuff happen Curious. anywhere else? I mean, I, I, no. I, I know I'm looking specifically in the state of Florida, but, I mean, is this happening anywhere else? But Midwest, I, I
3: Southeast? Just, I just went to the dentist yesterday and got my teeth cleaned and uh, yearly x-rays and all that crap. And if they would have told me, we're glad you showed up because a week earlier your dentist just pulled a car with his mouth. I would have <laughs> said, all right, I'm going to change the Dentist, it's weird. I don't know why this would make anybody want to go to this guy. But what about uh, this? Uh,
4: well, because you know that's like that super polygrip theory. You know what I mean? Like he's he's appealing to a certain demographic of of people. Uh, oh, okay. The old folks is what you're saying. It, it, yeah. yeah. Well, I got he's you. in Florida, I so there's a lot of old folks in Florida. There know? is. Great point. Good place to retire. You know, nobody. Let me tell you something. One thing that an old person that uses dentures dreads is is doing something and their teeth come out like ask yeah. them. ask ask any old school old people about them dentures coming out they that's it's a scary thing you know some Sca- fix yeah. it so um, you pull a car with your teeth you you're showing them that you know my teeth are going to stay in yeah okay there you go great call
0: and no one more story we've got a home break in by a 34 year old man and and this one it got kind of interesting he broke into two homes uh he was fully nude fully naked <laughs> Um, to evade the deputies who were trying to get him, he was jumping in a swimming pool. At one point, he was jumping around naked on a trampoline. Uh, eventually, he just passed out, and that's how uh, that's <laughs> they caught
3: him. Clean and sober, right? No, no uh, uh, yeah, no narcotics involved.
0: Substances in the system.
3: Uh, <laughs> I don't. Want this. Listen, California's got its problems, but man, Florida's got some wild folk that run around those parts. It <laughs> wild. is uh, the edowanas, man. Yeah, they it's eat lot Not yeah. the ones that fall off trees, though, when it gets it, cold. Uh, yeah, same ones. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn,
3: Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
5: Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
1: You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart
2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun